Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Belgravia Stakes Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we're teaming up to record episode 99 of the 1-1, your WA Racing podcast. It's just after 12 noon on Thursday, the 21st of October. What's happening today, Terry? We've got Geraldton, Crayfish Coast, Ascot Saturday, Collie Cup Day, Laverton Cup Day this Saturday, and then we move to the Avon Valley for Northern Cup oh. Day this Sunday. Are we there? Dig deep. Dig deep, drawing well, all the fancies drawing off. Who, who's who? Clint. Chikes first up with Royal Command. Interesting, Royal Command yeah. cut last couple of years has been spelled end of December, comes back about this time, so it's not unusual to have 10 months off. So I think Royal Command, um, yeah, Royal Command, Captain Chaos, tell them we're coming, hopefully it doesn't buck. Uh, for their sake, um, and yeah, strong field. That's funny. Yeah, living the dream. Uh, blinkers back on, back with Lindsay. Cracking little Northern Cup. We, we, yeah. I genuinely thought we were going start for the fry. The Hannah's start the fry. Yeah, it's start the fry is just going super. So I, I thought we were going for not a a cheap one, but I thought we were going for a, a quieter. You know, it's mm. uh, no, nah, but it's a uh, yeah, no, nah, little. Uh, I guess who's drawing white again? Yeah, looks gold. <laughs> looks gold as well. That's it, not impossible. So interesting how it plays. It'll be thirty six degrees that day. So I'm allowing for a um, a rail on speed track with the with the temperature cooker turned up. But um, who knows? Good luck. Dig Thank deep. you. Thank you. Did that at one. Um, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competition, and we have uh, our carryover champion in the Mastermind, Danny. Carberry. We've just had Paddy Carberry on. We've got Danny Carberry returning to try and make it win number two against one of the young guns, one of the more uh, self-confident men in the business. Uh, good lad he is too, Tommy Johnston. So I'm looking forward to that little battle. Tommy J, the youth, versus uh, versus Danny Danny Carberry, who dug deep last week to get the chockies over Stewie D. The experience of Carberry mm. versus the uh, youthful exuberance of Tommy Johnston. It's going to be a cracking clash in Mastermind 2.0. Now, Betfair Edge, what's happening this Friday, Terry? Uh, we're back on on air. Oh, we were on air last week. Miles has been in um, has been in lockdown somewhere. So yeah, Svitsna. Svitsna has been uh, in lockdown in, somewhere. He's in Adelaide now. That's his hometown. Yeah, he's, yep, yep, yep. So he's back there now. So I'm not sure he's back in the studio yet. But mm -hmm. um, uh, no, excited about uh, doing that. But uh, the previews are back for this week until at least kicks in town week. So uh, if you want to enjoy the written word, um, that'll be back on the hub. <laughs> that'll be back on the hub as of um, Friday morning, I think at about 9, 10 a.m. So already written half Have you started? Yeah, I've done about half of it. It's just, yeah, I just, geez, other, I've set myself a task, I do. Or, other, is it flowing? Is it? Uh, not really, you know? no, not really. But anyway, good. I reckon we might have a few winners this week, which is good. Okay, so plenty happening. I think, yeah. Uh, we're really looking forward to getting stuck into this Belgravia Stakes Day mm. program, Terry. Let's rock and roll. Let's do it. Okay, so we had a discussion on WhatsApp during the week. The rail position is in the 11 metres, which is exactly where it was on Wednesday. And uh, for the abandoned or for the for the rescheduled or the the moved Ascot meeting, they ended up at Northern. So I imagine they probably thought the smart thing was just to leave the track alone, leave the rail where it is. Uh, I imagine that wasn't their initial predicted rail position for Belgravia Stakes Day, but it is in the 11 and a bit of warm weather today, warm weather tomorrow, warm weather on Saturday, and hopefully we can get a, a drying surface after the heavy rain that we encountered on Tuesday. Yeah, what have you allowed for pattern-wise? Uh, 
I'm I'm looking for a bit of cover mostly. Um, yeah, me but, too. But uh, yeah, I'd never really go in there with too many preconceived ideas. See, just see how it rolls early. But 11, 11, me- 11 meters, so feels feels a little bit like the leaders aren't going to get hugely advantaged. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, who knows? I mean. Uh, yeah, who knows? I ran into Crip earlier at the TAB, the Totalizer Agency Board, and um, he was of the opinion 11 metres play semi on pace. But, yeah, my my data from last season, um, the first four meetings at 9, 11, 14, 14, or something around those numbers, uh, all played you wanted cover or to be yeah. on pace. At nine metres first up this time round, it was that day where um, leaders really battled, um, especially later in the day. So, yeah, I think it might be a nice day to have some cover, but um, – yeah, there is a lack of confidence early in the Ascot track, but um, just maps. Just do your maps. Soft five? Yeah, at worst. Yeah. It's been it's soft seven at the time of recording mm. at about midday on Thursday. There's not another drop of rain to come, so you'd like to think soft five at worst should be fine. Yeah, I agree. So I think it'll be a nice fair day. You, you can If you've got some speed in the race and you like one that's going to settle rear wood, don't be afraid to hop in because I reckon you can make some ground. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Race one, Irish Day Plate for the two-year-olds, over 1,000 metres, the second juvenile event. To be sure, to be season. sure. To be sure. There's a bit of Guinness flowing. Do they have Guinness on tap no. on Irish Day? I wish they did. I'm a massive Guinness fan. What are they? What are the What are the Irish folk going to get stuck into out there? That's I reckon they'll find something. Yeah, I reckon. They won't go thirsty. Yeah, I reckon they'll go okay. Yeah, it's always a big day. I used to love the Irish days at Belmont. They used to be big, big days. Yeah. No, I do remember those. I didn't did enjoy those days. They shifted out to Ascot, but yeah. Mm. Thousand uh, metres. Thousand metres. Irish Day Plate. A horse I wanted to ask you about, BJ. First of all, the pronunciation. Second of all, uh, the trials and uh, the fact that we're seeing this bloke three times, th- bloke, yeah, three times in the space of two weeks, mm. which is sort of abnormal, I'd suggest, for a youngster. Uh, number four, Snowdome. Snowdome. Oh, it's pretty now. <laughs> How do I have any problems with that? I thought it was snowed on me or something. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Hang on, you got me thinking now. No, it's not. It's Snowdome. <laughs> what have I done there? I literally was thinking about that. It was a long night of form and I did this race last. I did the two-year-olds last. So, um, dearie me, just you start talking. Snowdome. Uh, pretty impressive top. Very nice. Mm. Expensive yielding too. It was 180. 180. Yeah. It's a full two. What's that horse Harrison's? Is it Pixie Chick? Mm-hmm. Pixie Chick's won a two-year-old race last year. Did it, I think ran in the- Missed Leewa by a lip. In yes. the uh, supremacy. That's right. So mm-hmm. full to uh, that particular runner, Pixie okay. Chicks. Um, had a 400-meter trial on the 11th of October. Did you like when Chrissy gave it a hit yeah. that day? Yeah. That was a response. Yeah. Instant. That was that was something, wasn't it? Like really, yeah, wow. There was no way, no chance of winning that trial. And, um, yeah, I think Chris got a bit of a surprise himself when it sort of responded to that. Said, oh, you want me to Just go faster? Looks, okay. a, looks a cracking tyre. Yeah. Can't take much from that recent trial. And But the thing is, like, it was over the 9.50. The rest were over the 9.30 for the day. If you sort of equate the times to it, its times were better than a lot of the older horses. But also this this was on the normal trial track. The other horse, the 9.30s were around the back. That was that was the, the difference. Uh, the two, This two-year-old... 950 was on the normal Lark Hill trial track. Okay. The, the, all the other 930s were down the back straight, which was interesting. So the thing that I liked about Snowdome in this uh, in that 950 Lark Hill on the on the standard surface, 5606. Unless mm. the barriers are in the wrong pl- wrong position, that's very fast that's time, yeah. uh, for a two year old uh, Lark Hill, and just glided under very little pressure from Chris Parnham. Just looked like a horse to me, Snowdome. So, um, 
Yeah, so obviously he's got to come to race day, gate one, a bit of pressure, a bit of an early burn. There's a bit of speed engaged, as you can imagine, in this 1,000-meter two-year race. He'll have it back for the first time, I reckon, and that's that's the big that's the big concerning part for me is you don't know how a horse is going to handle. Uh, having to probably have – and it'd probably be one of Jordan's pair. Jordans tend to go very quick. They look like they jump and run. Um, may well be revved up as well, but mm-hmm. it, it could be one of Jordan's pair who may be sort of paddling a little bit of a way out. So there's also the potential for traffic issues, but um, yeah, impressive looking type, wasn't it? Very impressive. So the, the way that you can either go here is with the, <clears throat> if you're going to back yourself in with Snowdome just from the trials and just the quality that that horse uh, appeared to ooze through the screen, or you go for the race experience duo pot shot, Costas Crown, who Quinella the initial plate two weeks ago. I can't. I don't think Costas Crown can possibly win it from the barrier. I don't see how it turns. Like, Nucky gave that a 10 out of 10 last week, and Potshot did everything wrong and still sort of held it pretty well on the line. Yeah. The thing is, how does, I just don't see how you get Costas into a winning spot. When I look at that race and I look at a horse like Cosmopolitan do you Girl, think, do you think Costas, jumped first and yeah. was snagged last. Yeah. It can settle on their settle on their asses, rev it up. Dion, I mean, Ian Gladding, the foreman from last week, said there's not much between him yeah. and Potshot. Um, and the reason they scratched it because they didn't want three in the race and it was drawn the widest. So, um, Rev it up has gone back to said had another trial since yep. that scratching. The as desert, well. the desert fox was held up the entire How trial. Now that, that late, that was line. a good trial. That was a good trial. I'm just a bit burnt because last week I hopped into Neville Parnham's two year old uh, or fortnight ago, and um, it was the first horse beaten. Um, but can't be gun shy because of that. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a cracking race. I, I rode him. I think it wouldn't surprise me if any of the nine get mm. the job done. Well, it would surprise me if a couple of them got it done, but I don't think it's impossible that any of the nine can win. I actually thought Costas Crown had a couple of excuses the other day. Mm-hmm. Just go, I feel like it pot shot running off and doing what it did it's impacted Costas Crown ability to work into the race between the six and the four or the six yeah, and the three. There was a lot of speed in a race with that much speed. I think it's always nicer to be held up yeah. and then popping out. Like that's what I. That's why pot shots win was for me, and even the, that a little bit more impressive because it's had to go wide and had to, and it's obviously hung out and done a lot of. Um, a lot wrong from sort of the 600 onwards yeah. on a hot tempo. It wasn't just a slow tempo where it's parked up wide and we, we see horses win parking deep on slow tempo. So, um, yeah, just, uh, yeah, impressive. So it's just cost, I don't know, do they do they just ride dead cold and go back to last from seven because there's a bit of speed in this? Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I, th- I think so. I, 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 they have to ride dead cold, but I think they, they won't be as they won't be terribly aggressive from there. I just like Snowdome. I just like liked its four hundred meter trial. Like its I liked his Lark Hill trial. Snowdome, so, so, Snowdome, Snowdome, uh, and um, uh, just from gate one, I think it, I think it's going to be able to let the speed come across, cross it. And as Terry said, it's just a matter of whether this horse gets the, the galloping room. And if it does, I think it can uh, it can take the gaps and and um, Win, yeah, Snowdome on top. I'm 370 Snowdome. It, it's price in these races are pretty mad, in, yeah. so in all fairness. But I'm $9, my lovely pet, and it's the one I'm going to put in for second. I'm going to suggest waiting for Betfair, having something on late on Betfair. Go back to the trial, 28, 9, 21 over 400. Felt it was a nicer trial than Potshot. Mm-hmm. It's been educated with two more trials since. Thought they were cracking trials. And I, I reckon Jason wrote it like he had something in the shed. Mm. Um, backs up from the Monday, but I don't mind that when it's uh, just the 400 metres. Uh, the shades were on in the trials. They're on here. Um, it's a sticky gate, but this will, it's currently nearly 20 bucks. I reckon on Betfair it probably goes around longer. And I think my lovely pet, from what I saw, I think it might be a nice type and it can run you a race. So I'll be um, backing Snowdome um, and having something on my lovely pet. I was $4 Snowdome, so. Yeah, it's about four fifty-five bucks at the moment. So a bit of support early today. Mm. What, did, what did it go up? 
Uh, Brad went up. I think everyone went up about six. Six, okay. six five fifty six. So uh, I think it's natural support though for a horse. It's one its trials in an aesthetically pleasing manner like that. And I, I mean personally, I look at purchase prices mm. um, as well. I think that that's important early doors. And uh, it was a uh, yeah, hundred eighty k. Probably hundred eighty k better spent than escalating. So hundred eighty k. All right, race two, the Tap Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap, 1,500 metres. Uh, these can be quite sticky kind of races sometimes, mm. these uh, these West Speed Platinums, Guru. Yeah, I always look for a horse that I think is ready to win, and yep. none of these are screaming at you like they're ready to win. So uh, four chances for mine, BJ. I think it's probably worth just touching on all of the four quickly and – for me, it's going to be price orientated and going from there. Um, horse number one, our idol, uh, who I know you've got on top mm -hmm. uh, on your leg up. I can see that. Uh, I thought our idol, it's run um, the Ladies' Day Cup with Jet Stanley was a far better run than it looks on uh, paper. It actually ran nearly an identical last 200 to Savinick, who um, would probably be more renowned for its closing splits, even though it's a young horse. Um, so I think that shows that it was a really nice first up run. Just couldn't lift its legs for Jet. Uh, it's never really had that issue in the past. I'm not worried that's going to be something that occurs again i think holly from the wide gate no issue with the 59 carries weight continuously throughout her career with success um i think from the wide gate rolls across and probably hops in the breeze um call again is going super uh went seven lengths quicker than benchmark last start went eight lengths slower than benchmark just getting a bit confused with the potential speed with our idol um and there was one on the other underneath who will kick up Castillo BJ, Del Castillo Del Lago is a possibility. Look, they may not even, they may end up in the 1-1 here, um, all going well for call again. But if not, uh, I like Mitchie Pateman going on this type of horse. Uh, it should suit. It's just whether it's had one too many. Um, that's a question I don't think we'll know until they race. Castillo Del Lago has probably got the best top end form, but 31 days between runs. Been a little bit disappointing um, last couple. And then you got Sweet Strawberry who, with the pattern of the day and the way we're expecting it to play, Sweet Strawberry is the one that should probably park in about sixth and coming over him. I think the 1,500 will be right on Sweet Strawberry's limit. And yes. the last start I thought was just fair. thought Pike gave it a 10 and I thought it was just fair to the line. So Really? Um, thought it was, I thought it was okay, but just fair. Like I, if I saw a little bit more flashing lights, I, I would have probably opted in. But, um, yeah, that's that's basically the the four that I think can win the race. I'm playing on prices. I'm 380 Sweet Strawberry, 410 call again. Uh, 550 Castillo del Lago on about the same price, our idol. Actually, thought our idol might be a bit better than what we're currently, mm. um, what is currently available, Terry. I thought I just thought our idol. I thought it would be the best. Yeah, I thought our idol was just the best horse in the race, and as you said, Terry, that first up Ladies' Day Cup run at Northern was was pretty good under the circumstances, especially if you dig into the the last six hundred micro sort of splits there. Very similar to Savinik, who went out, came out and won midweek the other day. Um, our idol was just competed in better races than this. Yep. Uh, and it's, it's and just a better horse on speed it's as just, well. Yeah, so uh, Holly Watson goes on board. I think the Castillo de Lago and Call Again can combine for a genuine tempo, which suits a horse of quality like, like our idol. And um, he'll, she'll – Breeze? Uh, Potentially, yeah. Or it just depends what call one, I get. One? Just to, yeah, jam it in there. Can we, can we do that? Castillo Lago hasn't been jumping though, yeah. so there's a big chance that it lands behind and call again leads our idle breeze. I didn't know. Call again was slow away the other day, and it's it's interesting because they went so fast two starts ago, then it felt like there was a bit of an overcorrection last, last 14 length overcorrection last start. And it was just fought her the whole way. Just, yeah, yeah, just so. It's going to be interesting to see what Mitchell, what 
the connections of thinking, whether they just think, you know, why don't we just lead and see what happens or, or do they try and rate it? And so I reckon by rating it at this stage of its prep, I think it just wants to run now. So... Um, <laughs> There's four horses in the market and they're the four horses, aren't they? Yeah. 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 What price are you at, Idol, for those considering having a bit like? I was... I was thinking I was going to get like about seven dollars. Yeah. So well, we just discussed potentially double figures might be on offer, and yeah. I think three six five. Who obviously don't count because they're not real. They did go up eleven, but um, look, I'm yeah, I, I love saying it, and this is one of those races I'll be monitoring Betfair back in a drifter. I'm probably not that keen to still at El Largo. Probably one it'd have to drift pretty wildly to consider, but yeah, our idols one. Who knows if there's good money call again or, or sweet strawberry with Pikey on? Um, our idols one that might creep out to high single figures. Horse to follow out of this race. It's not a race particularly this sad day, but Lady Duckworth thinks she's a stayer that's going to win, win her share of races moving forward. Mm. And uh, Darren Taylor does a good job with his horses. So Lady Same Duckworth does. running on, keep an eye on, on her moving forward in the preparation. But from a tipping point of view, our idol hopefully can uh, ease its way out in the market closer to more double figures and that'll get me. Nearly pulled off a little sting on a Darren Taylor runner yesterday, BJ, on little Evelina. It was 61s into 14s. And um, I reckon if it doesn't get held up for the first half of the straight, it probably wins the race against Magnificent Andy. So just wanted to share that with you. That's, that's pretty irrelevant. Just wanted to share it. Did you go each way? Yeah, I did go each way on that rare occasion. I actually went place heavy because uh, I did think Magnificent Andy was the, the likely winner. Um, but, yeah, nearly pulled one off at a price. Would have been nice. Would have been, would have been delicious. Whispering. <laughs> Race number three, tab touch, Betty or bet, handicap. Delicious. Um, speaking of that as well, next week I'm doing the take on Brad. Have I, have I mentioned that? No. Oh, I wanted to talk about the take on Brad. Uh, so next week, Tab Touch, Betty, your best. Gone, Brad. So, well, <laughs> gee whiz, that's enough coffee. Uh, I think we need to um, – uh, we'll, we'll chuck a post up maybe on the Tuesday or the Wednesday. Oh, I will. I'll chuck a tweet up on the Tuesday or the Wednesday. But next week, to celebrate our 100th episode, and we're going to have Brad on soon. I think he's got clearance. We actually are allowed to have Brad on in the early 100s. He'll be on. Um Brad, uh, for those Brad, that don't know, Brad, Brad McManus, McManus does the odds for Tab Touch. They go up at about 8 a.m. on a Thursday morning. We love taking him on. We love having a bet with him. Um, and we love taking the mickey out of him, but he's been in good nick recently. Um, I will, for every race next week, to celebrate our 100th episode, to celebrate uh, a bit of fun we have with Brad, the price that I think he's got wrong in each race, I'll put up as a bet fair lay for one hour after the race or until nine o'clock after the after all his markets are up. So every single race, the one that's the biggest differential to my market, I'll chuck up as a lay. So there'll be nine lays going up next Thursday morning. Okay. Just to give myself another task. <laughs> I haven't, uh, haven't got enough happening. So, um, yeah, so we'll uh, add a bit of interest there and chuck see, something see up, if people chuck, can take my Chuck money. something up tonight when the podcast comes out. Get a bit of mo- yeah. I might even I might even wait till next. So it's closer to people have got short memories. You reckon? I don't yeah, know. You can, then you can double down. Yeah, get get a bit of it. So take on Brad. Take Ter- on Brad. Terry. T-O-B. Terry's Terry. Take on Brad. Terry. Take on Brad. Yeah. Okay. He'll have, and it'll probably be him taking all me because if he's doing the prices, it'll probably be him having a bet with me. Yeah. If I'm chucking him up overs, yeah, he'll be he'll be having a bet with me. So that's on the Betfair Exchange. Yeah, it is. Mm. Betfair.com.au. Good tool for punters. Race three, the tab touch. Betty your bet. Bet, bet, bet. Handicap over the 1,600 metres. Pure devotion. Are we, are, are, we, oh, are we? This is just a, this is just a, <laughs> I can't do that noise, but dearie me, I have not seen many better things on paper. Um, yeah, very excited here. We're up to the mile, BJ, and I don't think the mile suits um, probably the, the next couple. Mm-hmm. 
uh, in line, pure devotion, first up. Watch the last 100 metres. Like, it was just something, wasn't it? Yeah. I, and this, I'm sure you'll disagree, and I don't think I'll find too many that will agree. I think pure devotion wins the race if he doesn't get held up. I, she was going that well. I reckon she would have gone three to their one late, and I reckon she gets them right like by lip on the line. I genuinely believe she wins that race. So the way she- But even prior to that, had to stop and change course- yeah. Pikey did. No, that, that's that's the moment I'm talking it, about. Not, yeah, yeah, she didn't. It, it was completely uninterrupted yeah, yeah. in the straight. She gets them last start. So uh, up to the 1600. The map's a little bit sticky here, Veg, because you've got from the widest gate, um, sorry, from second widest gate, there's a chance we'll come and land outside a big screen. I think they'll sit on on red alert here. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll be aware they've got a pretty I, I, sharp horse. I can't believe on, on red alert. Beaten two lengths. Yeah, beaten two. Good on them. Um, it's still nommed for the Northern Cup. I should double-check that. It's probably out of the race now. Um, you've then got Alden and Bragwell. They've got pretty good gate speed from two and three. Speed Dreams 1,200 to 1,600, which is going to be everyone's query. It's it's super. If it handles the rise to a mile, it, it can definitely mm. win the race too. But um, that means for me, Pikey on pure devotion, <clears throat> excuse me, he has to just ride her cold. Uh, if he tries to find a spot, there's a big chance he's three wide, no cover, because they all want the same spot, if that makes sense. So he just needs to ride her cold um, and just have the stayer pulled in the sand as the only horse behind her. Mm -hmm. That's my thought process here. I'm 225, pure devotion. Um, second up last campaign, she was stiff not to be a Salaya. should have done it. Third up, she should have been Salaya. Like, dear me, she's a proper top liner. And if she wins one, like this is a 60 plus, a pretty lowly 60 plus, right? It is. If she yeah. won... Those races, don't get me wrong, she picked up points for all the places she ran. If she won those races, she's racing in 72 pluses now. That's the thing. But because she didn't win those, she was unlucky not to win the 1,000 guineas and unlucky not to win the Natasha, she now gets to race in 60 pluses with winnable weights. So mm -hmm. I reckon she's 20 points from being at her Yeah, peak. well, I mean, if she's she, a Perth couple. How far did she fall short in the Oaks? It was uh, close, wasn't it? I can't remember the Oaks. Yeah. Well, I can remember the I Oaks. That was the, mixed I, feelings. I think, we, I think I watched it alongside you, actually. Yeah. I didn't know what to do after the race because obviously I'd- Everyone was slapping you on the back. Yeah, but I don't know. If Pure Devotion got in front of Lunar Impact, yeah. then I would have slapped myself probably on a few places. <laughs> <laughs> so further to your point, had Pure Devotion's head been uh, just a slightly bit bigger, she'd be like an 80 rater sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, she would have so, copped yeah. another, yeah, at least another five, six, seven points yeah. and, and she would be wouldn't be able to race in this grade um, unless she had an apprentice on probably. Yeah, so. so she's playing with house money a little bit. So yeah. <clears> in, terms <throat> well of, in terms of quality, Pure Devotion just looks set up for her second up at the mile. The the Peters progression first up to PK. second up is uh, is a huge factor in WA racing and uh, yeah, big screen. I, I, I think I think the thing that brings pure devotion unstuck sometimes is walk and sprints. However, with big screen and there's, there's a, chance. a chance sort of rolling. I'm predicting genuine sort of even tempo throughout that allows pure devotion to get into a rhythm, use her stamina, get over the top of them like confident. If it plays. <clears throat> the way we're expecting, and you can make some ground as well. That'll obviously work right into her uh, work right into her wheelhouse. So I'm two dollars twenty five, uh, two dollars twenty, sorry, and I could not have got her any longer. That was me getting her as long as I could. So she's three bucks at the time of recording. That's a um, I'm very very happy to be on. Okay, I wasn't that bullish. I'm two eighty, but yeah, Terry's I'm pretty I'm bullish today. Starting to wind. Is, I've got yeah. I'm, <laughs> this is just warming up as well. I'm pretty <laughs> bullish in this card. So. Um, yeah, 280, 220, split the middle. Anything yeah. above 250 is a bet. A lot of people think that Bragwell was unlucky the other day and he was. However, I didn't think you made I, an impression. Do you reckon? I don't think he made a huge impression on the line. Yeah, I thought he was pretty know. good. For pretty me, if, if it's only got length and a half, two lengths on pure devotion on the turn, it's not enough. To yeah, it sort of had to come back and around. Brad, Brad Ruiller sort of, sort of almost 
sucked Sean McGrady in to try to get up underneath him mm. on Big Butterboom, then he couldn't get he couldn't push, couldn't shift Big Butterboom, who's a big horse. So he had to come back and around. But my point was going to be is that I feel as though fourteen hundred is more his sweet spot, Bragwell. So the mile, even though he's going to get a soft run from two, I think the mile might just see him out from a from um from that point of view so the the really sh- and then speed dream as you mentioned 1200 to 1600 meters yep. second up i like we like speed dream as a horse however pure devotion genuine it's the mile isn't it? yeah. it's the, feels as though she's got the quality to uh i think she'll be too good i agree with terry okay and good luck to nick carapalotti with his first trainer in town brings there's a chance who is uh goes forward runs bold races nice and fit um, Tell yeah. us about Nick Carapolo. Do you know Good. much about him? I, uh, I met him last year. at uh, He works for the Fernie Yard ah, right. um, and got his license. Yeah, and he's doing Calgary. great things down yeah. there. He, there's a chance, one at about 200 to one with Christo on. And uh, he's had a few other winners as well. And he's um, yeah trying to build his little team. And he's a very uh, entertaining Lad, uh, Nick Carapalotti. I'm, I'm a big fan. Got a lot of time for him. So, uh, yeah, good luck to the big fella on uh, on Saturday. First Metro runner for mm-hmm. for Nick. So, good luck. Race four is the speaking of Guinness. It's the Guinness yeah. handicap. Maybe the they black are. stuff. Maybe they are. Got a bit of Guinness on course well, if, as, if they're so. sponsoring the day. They so. might get me out there if so. Two thousand one hundred and fifty meter middle distance contest. This uh, no Metro win last year handicap. It's a fifty eight plus. Um, with a 55 kilo minimum. I thought there's a thought. I thought there's a thought. Was uh, really impressive in her maiden victory, even though it was just a mile maiden at Northam and it was Chrissy Parnham lobbed in the 1 1, but she stretched out late and then franked that and took it, took, I suppose, took a leap forward with a dominant 1800 meter win for Cash Duran midweek on the 13th of October. She steps into this company off a uh, off a ten day break. Chris Parnham goes back on. Uh, I'm liking. There's a thought stepping up to the middle distance. Red hot Dan Morton Yard as well. Yeah, there's many things to like here. I'm, the price is probably the biggest one, but um, there's a thought. Uh, Danny Morton threw her in the Oaks, and she was pretty much uncompetitive. But I, I just gives you an idea. They've obviously bought this uh, so you think mare to get out over a journey and she just clearly wasn't mature and ready. But if you look at all her runs this time in, she's run second to Let's Deal who should have won a Saturday race, probably was stiff behind Red 53. Mm-hmm. Second to Zadar Rock and that was a day where if you were, and that was from Barry Nine again, if you were on the rail right the track, yeah. rail hot, hot, yeah. hot. The win over My Hidden Gem, as you said, was really nice, really nice piece of riding from Chrissy Parnham as well. Nine, yeah, yeah. And then Cash Duran, that was a really nice piece of riding again as well on a day that suited but uh, the way she won, to me, you look at this field and there aren't many that have got much upside and she's got a stack of her. She's a so-you-think mare who's gone 14, 16, 18, improving with each run, 21.50. You just have no doubt, <clears throat> excuse me, that she's going to handle the 21.50. Um, I just, I, in a race where vintage stocks off a month, Mrs. Adele, they've put the apprentice on. I presume they feel like she's at her limit. Um, she won the worst race of all time last start. So they've put the apprentice on, Mrs. Adele. Uh, who else? Antique Jewel is, that's dispersal. Excellent. Right. Right. Over it, yeah. Antique Jewel is half the price of theirs. A thought. I know there's a five kilo swing, um, but it was a class difference last start. Antique Jewel had the back of theirs. A thought. I just think Antique well, Jewel's. The thing that I liked on the on the rewatch was Antique Pikey was like, okay, I'm going to go put some pressure on. Yeah. There's a thought, and they basically straightened up alongside each other with Pikey keeping Kester on really tight. And so they were level pegging, balancing up at the Ascot straight. And there's a thought put 2.6 lengths on it, on the line. Yeah, was, and, and yeah, five kilos is, is significant, but it was just the way that that horse just sort of lengthened and covered the ground. And 
Mong Tong, Mong Kong was in front, kicked clear, and there's a thought just chewed it up and Levens to fives. Who's that? Hong Kong. Another <laughs> another sad tale. So Our, it's each way price. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that antique jewel, the weight swing will be a factor from a market point of view and from form students wanting to who who are sensitive to that stuff. But to the eye, I thought there's a thought was just way too good. And I I'm predicting there's a thought will be even better stretched out to the 2150 yeah. as well. I think Antique Jewel's getting out to the 2150 because it's like, well, she's no good. And well, they've got the blinkers off. Yeah. After I, the there's a lot of, lot of tinkering, distancing and gear and whatnot. The big worry for theirs, I thought, is the gate. In a race devoid of speed, um, Accelerate could get to the top and the money came last start wildly. I don't know how. We all made it LA of the day and – um, yeah, it was gone on the turn, but it is a horse that can improve sharply. Probably needed the run. Um, gets a really good time out in front here, Accelerate. So the best of Accelerate, it's going to be yeah. very hard to catch. Very, very hard to catch. Poor, um, poor Ascot record, Accelerate. Seven starts for no, yeah, no, been no placed. top yep, three finishes. Exactly right. So I just think – but the $3.10 is what well, – I mean, my plan on this race was Accelerate will be 6 7 bucks, and mm. I'll save – because um, I don't think there's any other winners. But with there's a thought, I think Chrissy Parnham will probably try to find a spot. I don't think he'll just drop it out. I think he'll try and find a spot. So you're going to need a good steer early from Chrissy Parnham. And if yeah. he finds cover close enough to him, um, yeah, it's the one. I'm $3.20, there's a thought, BJ. And, yeah, I unashamedly took the five bucks this morning before it went up. Eight fifty elsewhere, <laughs> so not for. I, I can only get a very small amount at the five bucks. I was, um, uh, I was, I was with you. But, I was taking fours. I'd be happy taking mid fours. Not though. as staunch. I'm four dollars flat. Four dollars. Yeah, well, that's yeah. yeah. There you go. So I think between us, that's a big overs at the seven dollars currently. That's a really, really could be could be top so gun. I think it was eight fifty. Could be top bucks. gun areas. There's yeah, you've also with the toppy though. You got to this. This will be bad. firm. It this was firm. Has right to be firm. Yeah, if this was going to be a. Um, yeah, that's no, going to make a joke. We should have tipped Accelerate to keep our top. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm hoping that the big money comes as a thought. Late Accelerate gets to five bucks, which is not really the pattern Accelerate goes in betting lines, is it? Outwards. Um, but, yeah, geez, I, I struggle to find a, a third selection. So there's a thought. Uh, I was only semi-keen because uh, I expected it to be four bucks. Um, but at the price, I'm very keen. Seven dollars. Giddy up. Giddy up. Seven, eight bucks. Giddy up. Let's, let's, uh, let's get stuck in. There's a thought on uh, race four of the day. Terry, let's take a break. Come it's back. Time. Mastermind 2.0, Danny Carberry versus Tommy Johnston. Okay, it's now time for the WA Racing uh, Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind competition. That's right, that Terry. Was smooth, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, very smooth. Yeah, very As smooth. Always. Uh, the Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. I was up there a couple of weekends ago on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. Delicious feed, just uh, soaking up the uh, the family atmosphere upon Butchie's oh, big deck. There are many better atmospheres. It was mint, yeah. So uh, feed, flutter, frothies, all happening up at the Mundaring. If you are in the neighbourhood, drop in. Say good day to Ian Butchie O'Connor, the publican. Let him know you're listening to the one one, and he'll look after you, hundred percent. Danny Carberry, he was uh, first up last Thursday. He claimed his very first mastermind victory. It was a thriller over Stewie Divertini. I uh, it went. It was a nail biter that one. This week, Danny takes on the youth of WA Racing Rising Star, Tommy Johnston. Tommy, terrific to have you back on the one one, mate. No, thank you for having me on. Tommy, uh, how do you uh, you can you can tip a few winners, you can back a few winners, but what's your uh, what's your racing knowledge like? What's your uh, what's your your quiz? Uh, I can't get my words out properly. What I'm trying to say. What's your what's your knowledge of racing? Is it just apart from what's to come? Have you got any? Uh, have you got a brain? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> 
Oh, generally one in one ear out the other at, at times, but you know, I dare say I rate myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he set himself with this. So he's not a man short of confidence, Tommy. So uh, Tommy and Danny, just to paint a picture here, one uh, uh, one studio headquarters. Terry's holding two dogs it's, at the moment <laughs> while while attempting to be a quiz master. So it's hard work. Uh, hey. We're uh, the, the new the new setup is uh, we've got a few teething issues, mm. but uh, but we're just going to keep rolling. We're going to roll with it. What do they say? Never work with children or animals, or something like that. So we'll both. We'll do. We'll do. Uh, we'll see what the best that we can do. Now, good luck, Tommy. But we better get the champ on the mastermind, the current mastermind, Danny Carvery. Welcome back to the show. Morning, lads. Good to be back. Danny, it is great to have you back on. As we just uh, touched on before, we had uh, we had Paddy on the show earlier, which was a uh, a tremendous chat. The car the Carberry double today, I like it. How's the yeah. um, the nerves a little bit more um, subdued now? I think once you get one out, the yeah, middle, it's, it's, like, it's like walking out to the middle in a cricket game. You, you're nervous at first, and you put one out the middle, you put it through the covers. You're on four runs. Yeah. Like, oh, if I get out yeah. now, who cares? I'm not. It's not a duck, so that's all right. Yeah, yeah. I only played a handful of games of. Serious cricket, mate, and uh, never, never got one out of the middle. So, uh, don't, know what, <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that feels like. Danny, how has it felt um, being the, uh, well, being the mastermind, the West Australian mastermind for the week? Has, it, has your routine changed? Have you had to avoid certain places to avoid scrutiny? Um, yeah, how's, how's the last seven days been for you? Uh, yeah, trying to keep it on the uh, on a bit of a low profile, mate, just to. You know, not let the nerves get the better of me like it did last week. But, uh, <laughs> nah, got that out of the way anyway. Probably should have gone in with a trial just to get the butterfly. <laughs> and I think... Nah, I've been, look, been looking forward to it. I think... I know you're still alive. Tommy, are you still in the top 20? You're he's still 20th. in the top 20, aren't he's you? 20th. 20th. Just snuck 20th. in. Oh, I reckon he's a dangerous oh. man to be 20th. Too. Hey, uh, where's... Danny, where are you in the pecking order at the moment? Uh, about... 16th, I think. Hang on, all, 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 all four of us are in the yeah. top 20. Yeah. I like that. Where yeah. are you, Beige? About 10th or 11th? I'm 10th, yeah. 10th, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting spot. Well, it's, I think it's time to I don't know about start. you, Tommy, but I'm feeling the pressure on that one. I think we have to come out swinging this week. <laughs> oh, I think it's time to have a go, isn't it? How Chrissy Olsen's a mile in front. Oh, he's I reckon it's, it. yeah, there's too much. Even last week, I thought there was too much safe betting from a lot of people. I reckon it's time to have a go because he's, um, what's he, 600 bucks ahead a second? Oh, he's. Crushing it, yeah. Crushing we're not, we're not in this to run second, are we? No, we'll we're in this. I think Tommy, you're you're either running twentieth or first, surely. That's the plan. <laughs> I imagine twentieth. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've got money on twentieth. Yeah, <laughs> taking the dollar twenty. All right, fellas, we, let's get rolling on this uh, edition of the Mundaring Hotel <laughs> WA Racing Mastermind. Danny Carberry, Tommy Johnson, your names are your buzzers, and to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first to answer three questions correctly. Okay. Yep. Challenger, are you ready? Ready. Mastermind, are you ready? Now ready. Three, two, one. Who am I? I was considered one of the brightest young apprentices 12 years ago with weight issues ending my time in the saddle prematurely. I rode 97 winners in my brief riding career with the last- Danny. Danny. Uh, Aaron Mitchell? No, it's not Aaron Mitchell. Oh, Tommy, you get the full uh, the full set here. Okay. With the last bring aboard, the Alan Matthews trained Rocky Range in 2012. My mother continues to train horses, and I followed her down that path in 2020 with Top Trade being my first winner as a trainer. Um, 
Tom. Tom. Michael Grantham. Yeah, oh. Michael. That's a cheapie, isn't it? That's a cheapie for no, Tommy at the bottom of the pack. Danny goes in for the hard ball. You're <laughs> nah, just sitting out the side. Sure. Jeez, Danny's got his head over the pill and you're just sitting at the side. Little cheapie rolls out, puts one through and celebrates like he's uh, won a grand final. Joe the okay. Goose. Yeah, Joe the Goose. Joe the a goose. bit of Steve Bradbury about that, actually, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. T- Tommy won. Danny, yet to score. Question two. Name the star sprinter who was sensationally scratched. When favourite prior to last year's Belgravia Stakes? Three, Three, two, two, one. Uh, I don't feel as bad now because I didn't get this when DJ asked me either. Uh, The answer to that question is clairvoyance. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was very similar to my response, yeah. Question three, name the trainer who settled up six runners in the 2018 Belgravia Stakes. Tom, Danny. Tom. Tommy. Simon Miller. Oh, good guy. Yeah, very good impressive. Guy. Yeah, very good. impressive, well Tommy. You got guy. a third umpire on that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to use your review? He's using his review. De- definitely, nah, definitely. Definitely heard the Tommy there. Big or still has claimed yes. a few weeks ago. He's yeah. still a bit upset about that. So we might need an official adjudicator <laughs> to come in for this, I think. Big Horse is uh, last seen bailing up uh, no. Tommy Percy QC yeah. at, the, uh, at the Gold Bar, Hannon's Handicap Night, just putting his laying his claim as to why oh, he was darted in the last one. Question number four. I say three. Tommy. Uh, Two zip. Tommy Johnson, two. Yeah, match, match points. Uh, next question. Dan and Ben Pierce will be saddling up the mighty dig deep in Sunday's Northern Cup. What horse did they team up to win the 2018 Northern Cup with? Three, two, Tom. Tom. Tommy. Uh, no clue, but I'll go superior smile. No, Incorrect. Good, good guess, though. Danny, do you want to have a quick throw at the stumps? Uh, no, nah, I've got nothing, mate. No, nah, I wouldn't have got anywhere near this one. Pushing shapes. Mm. Pushing oh, shapes. One that's, I one didn't that, even know one. I, yeah. I honestly, it erased off my did mind. Pushing shapes won at Caulfield one day. As yeah, well, yeah. Damien Oliver's on board yeah. about 70 to 1. Dan told the owners apparently not to try and come across for it. He didn't get any <laughs> chance. He was interviewed afterwards. You could tell he was shocked to be being interviewed. 2-0, 2-0. Okay. Next question. The trifecta in this year's WA size produce stakes are all engaged in Saturday's Belgravia stakes. Name all three. Danny. Danny. I'm pretty sure you said Caracatta, is that right? Oh, no, size produce. Oh, size. He's now screwed. Uh, Lewa. Pat's got Sass. And Export Man. Incorrect. Tommy, Tom. do you want to have a go? Export Man, Hoyan, and Lewa. Oh, that's not what the world needs for the size of Tommy's head. Is a three nipper. Jeez, that's gonna be. He won't be, he won't be able to get out of his house. Did today. I say size produce? I yeah. Well, that's what, did, that's what we ended up. Doing, so. <laughs> it's, it's worked out. I think you did. I'm not sure. You said. <laughs> might have, 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 have a double uh, review here. I'm, I'm trying to deal with the two dogs. No, Tommy. Nah, I I think it's a worthy winner anyway. Don't worry, boys. Yeah, no, Tommy's, uh, Tommy's done well there, Tommy. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Three, three zip. I'm, uh, I'm actually a bit, shell- I'm a bit shell-shocked, actually. Yeah, they were a tough set of questions. I was going to get rolled 3-0, to be honest. 
I was hoping you'd get the role three nil. That, that's what I. Uh, that's what I was cheering for. I was definitely in Team Danny today. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. congratulations, Tom! You are the new WA Racing mastermind, Danny Curry. Thanks for being such a good sport. Apologies for the delay today. I know you're a busy man. Um, no problem, boy. Do you get that voucher during the week? I did. Thank you very much. Looking forward to heading up there. Oh, excellent. Congratulations, mate. And uh, yeah, thanks for being a worthy champ. But the new champ, Tommy Johnston. Tommy, 3-0. You've got the mastermind victory under the belt. Are you prepared and willing to come back next Thursday and defend your title? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I'll clear my schedule. (laughs) <laughs> and Tommy, it would be uh, rude of us before you left uh, for us not to uh, ask for your, uh, your best of the day as well on Saturday, Tommy. You're a big Belgravia Stakes um, Day man when you do your best work, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon my best bet, pure devotion, Tipperucci, multi, go for both. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm with you on the pair, Tommy. And uh, one final question is how have you got the track playing at 11 metres? Um, well, half expecting... Whoopers, I don't want to leave. Yep. Um, but I don't have much positive to say about the track, to be honest. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's why I thought I'd ask. I was like a controversial opinion. No, I'm I'm sort of with you at that sense. I think it might play a little bit, um, a little bit off pace as well out at the uh, out at the eleven meters, like we saw at the nine. But uh, yeah, it's guesswork. At and the moment, also, Danny and Tom, if you're available next Saturday, would be great to catch up with yes. you fellows out at Ascot to 100%. celebrate our one hundredth episode on uh, I think it's Derby Day or Prince of Wales Stakes Day. So if you guys are on course, come and come and say good day, and because uh, we uh, really appreciate all your support over the uh, over the journey of the 1-1. One, one. Will do. Thanks, boys. I'll be there. Thanks, gents. Tommy Johnson, eh? 3-0. Mm. Impressive stuff as well. I'll give that to Tommy. He got the first one in a, in a cheap manner. Uh, in Danny's defence, I reckon when you hear the start of that question, there's probably two answers. It's probably Mickey Grantham or Aaron Mitchell. Yeah. Aaron Mitchell's probably the one that comes to your mind first. So a little bit stiff, uh, took a bit of a plunge. But uh, no, Tommy was... Um, Pretty cluey from there. I reckon. I reckon it's not a bad week to come on the mastermind next week, though, if you got someone teed up because he'll be susceptible second up, Tommy. Yeah, second up, second up syndrome. Yeah, second up syndrome, big time. He'll put in a flat one. Yeah, there was some tough questions there, but the uh, but yeah, it was uh, a bit of a um, battle of attrition towards the end, and Tommy came out on top. Obviously, we've had Tommy on the on the show before. He's quite a uh, astute young operator. We might. Might have to. Uh, get I wouldn't mind getting him on. on again soon. Actually, yeah, Tommy's a very, very sharp operator, and um, yeah, I, I think for a good portion of this year, he's probably been um, just about the sharpest mind um, in the game. So yeah, big, uh, big up and comer, Tommy. But um, don't tell anyone I said that to him. All right, Tommy, you got a uh, one hundred dollar gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel. Uh, go up there, spend it wisely. Feed, flutter, frothies. Family atmosphere, Butchie's big deck. Go and check it out. Heart of the Hills since eighteen ninety nine. Did you just add the extra F in this time? Oh, every now and then. Yeah. I just, yeah, I haven't appreciated that, but that's really, yeah, impressive. And we're back. Race five, Crown Perth Handicap, graduation, 1,200 metres. Terry, when we covered the three-year-old classic two weeks ago, we did dig a little bit into the chances of Snipperucci, trying to map her, thinking that she might be able to glide across and find outside the leader. And general consensus was if Snipperucci could get there, that she would run a race. Didn't quite get there, end up having to restrain out of the speed battle, but it was really encouraging to see her come again on the line to be beaten only one and a half lengths. Showed a bit of 
versatility to her. However, this Saturday she goes up against the older horses in this race from gate nine. Do you think she's got the speed to crash across and find the rail in front? And is that going to be the place to be for her? This is great placement. Mm. This is I was I said last thing um, on last week's pod or something i said to someone at some stage i wanted to snipper ochi miss the belgravia and, and take on the older horses and try and find a race it can get forward in and use the three-year-old allowance which mm-hmm. stephen miller has done uh whether snip can cross or not will be determined by the intent of others i think um namely you've got london miss universal pleasure she's got to you drawn underneath now she's got to you i expect to be happy to sit with the shades mm-hmm. off yep uh, universal pleasure led a lot of weakish races without much speed how intent they are to lead. I don't think they'll be super, super. Is, I, I think they'll it, be happy to lead. Is it a leader universal pleasure or is it a lead if it, ha- lead if it has yeah, to? Yeah, and from, once was from the gate the other two times. I think the fact it won three in a row leading, but it won three of the weakest. It got 13 points that campaign and it just – that was a great campaign for connections because yeah. it won. For your, got, uh, for your cousin. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, and then London Miss, who uh, I think we agree is a better horse probably with cover just behind. It's a 1-1 one, one type yeah. horse, a leader's back type horse. So realistically, it could have Weapon Sun or even a really – yeah, Weapon Sun um, on its outside. Yeah. It could find the rail. Like So I remember when it won over 1,200 metres last – Campaign, um, and I remember thinking at the time, oh, it's a bit concerning. It could when I had to do it tough, it sort of just fell in. But Export Man and, and Hoi An yeah. was six lengths back to Heavenly Waters. I didn't quite realise, like at the time, we didn't know what Export Man and Hoi An meant, so like, we didn't know what what they were going to become as racehorses. It was a big knock on Stipperucci out of out of that race. Yeah, that, I was one of them. Ended yeah. up being uh, elite formalised. Yeah, and so. it had to sit in the breeze, and it had to do all the work. And so, if, if they don't get across, they have to sit in the breeze, even if it's maybe not the best spot to be. Which I don't want to go too hard on. Yeah. that. I still think good horses can win from the front at Ascot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if they find the fence, it's over. They can think if they find the breeze, it's it's over. Mm. So I'm. I just think this is amazing. Like, look at its trials. Look at its look. Look at what we've seen from Snipperucci thus far. This is I talked about Snipperucci in the same sense as Winterbottoms uh, a few weeks ago. Like I maybe I'm overrating um, her, but I, I don't think I am. From what we've seen, the trials have been like the times she runs and under a hold and. Yeah, I think we've seen enough. She goes forward um, and she gives you a real sight for your money here. I'm really, really surprised she's not a little bit shorter. But it is a race with um, some popular animals. Mm. Testing love, uh, albeit winning at Geraldton. That was still a really nice win. Um, Angelic miss for me at the weights can't beat those two. I think that's the 59 versus that. I'll tell you what, if if she can win... With 59, 59, she's going places. Yeah. 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 I thought Island Charm, this is better placement from Roy, but... I wasn't sold. If you take away that one peak run in its career, the rest of its career is so-so. Yep. Universal Pleasure, I'm happy to take on. As I said, I think it earned those points in weak races. She's got to use got bars on or pads on. Um, yeah, so I was willing to take on She's Got To You. and um, You're right, pads are, pads are The echo cast is off from last prep, but the pads are on. So. Yeah, so I um, yeah, so I was 255 Snipperucci. Uh, price testing love. 550 testing love. And my third favourite was the current ninth favourite in the market, London Miss. Mm. She marks up behind him. She was great for Angela Johnson first up. That was such a big effort. Yep. Um, she just maps so nicely, potentially on the back of Snipperucci. And, um, yeah, she's going around it. 25 bucks uh, at the moment. So if you're looking for one um, out of the park, um, yeah, it's definitely London Miss. She's uh, half that price for me. A really nice map horse, 54 and a half after the claim for a, an apprentice. I've got a bit of trust in in Holly. Um, yeah, big ghost in and I'll be having something on London Miss at the 25 bucks. I'm going for testing love. Mm-hmm. Um, not with any real conviction. I just 
You wait for her to step up to 1,400. Yeah, that was that was one of the big queries. She's gone 12, 12, 12, and I could have sworn that the third up run would have been a 14, just the way that she's been running and performing, but they kept it to another 12. Got it. I just like had no luck first up at, at Belmont with a cutaway. Unbelievably got held up with a cutaway. Um, went to Geraldton, Adam Durant. Clint John support, I think they had four or five winners on the day. She was one of them. Got back, got into a bit of a sticky situation mid-race on the turn, had to set out after um, after a pretty quality Geraldton horse and uh, and gun it down. And, and the late splits, the overall time, everything was, was there for me, was testing love. What I do also think is that she's still on a steep learning curve still like she looks like she does a few things wrong um and has another has another level to go to it from a maturity point of view so i think she's only going to get better the genuine tempo i'm expecting jason brown to zip across with weapon sun and set a good clip uh, testing love with uh, an inspired william pike at the moment just feel as though she's ready to come to town and, and ready to impact now well placed down on 55 and a half kilos I think this this filly this this mare now uh, she's going to get last crack at Snipperucci. Will Snipperucci Jay, Jay, do it? Will Jason Brown do a Jay Brown special and, and nick it on the turn and get everything chasing and testing love too late, or will Pikey be able to time his winning move to perfection? Uh, I'm leaning towards Pikey just nabbing Brownie right on the line, but happy to be wrong. I think they're the, they're the two that are going to fight it out. I've got testing love and Snipperucci marked equal favourites. And uh, testing loves the bet at the moment. Currently five dollars best available. Yeah, I think you got that bang on. Yeah. If uh, if he gets the right trail and and Snip doesn't, I, again, I just think Snip's going to run a time that's going to yeah. be uncatchable. That's yep. my feel. Is that the horse might just be better and um, might be on its way through the grades very quickly. She might be, um, but yeah, if she works to get to the breeze or if she maybe doesn't quite go as well as I expect, um, testing loves the most obvious to grab her. And testing love, Pikey. I think it's key that Pikey holds a spot and gets the right yeah. back. You know, if he can get three back. On the back of she's uh, not she's got to you, um, London Miss, or even she's got to you, yeah, um, yep. in and that type of trail into the race. And, and you got an off pace day, then yeah, brings her right into it. But, um, could be a cracking long, little for, could, for a one metro win. This is a really cracker. This is yeah. a cracker, could be a, could be a long straight for the Stipperucci backers, but yeah, uh, be, yeah. but when Brownie gets it right out in front on these type of horses, he's he's the man for the job. So, um, it's not impossible she win Stipperucci wins this by three, yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, especially if if the conditions are, are favourable yep. on the day as well, which we will have an insight into by the time race five. Yes, rolls we definitely will around race six of the day is the Schweppes handicap, twelve hundred meters, seventy two plus. Now this is a fascinating race, mm. Guru. Fascinating race. You were all over Hot Z first up. What a victory! <laughs> what a big. That was one of the most bizarre races I've, I've experienced. I think I was on course. And was just put down your glasses. Miss Kentucky is home, and then all of a sudden, the last hundred meters, it just got turned on its head. Hot Zed off the canvas. Miss Kentucky, don't know what happened there. And Hot Zed, we spoke to Simon Miller on the Betfair Edge. Oh, you uh, see, you've got last some insight. Week, what happened? Yeah. Um, Jeez, I've forgotten what you said. Now. <laughs> uh, she didn't. She shot at the semaphore board. Yeah. She shied at the semaphore board, sorry. Um, so it's not something she's ever done at home, nothing he's worried about, but he, he's a bit more mindful of hitting the front that early, Too soon, I yeah. think. So, yep. which isn't, I guess that's a positive if you hit in the front that early. It means something's going right for a horse that's probably known best for her ability to sit and sprint. She has one from the breeze mm -hmm. in the past. Um, but yeah, I, I again, while I may have had a little bit of luck in that sense, I do think if Hot Zed lost the race, it would have been a good thing beaten. Like, 
Whiting's ended up off the track. Whiting was deep the truth as well. Watch yeah, it again. Sort of half, 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 yeah, half, half, half cover. Half cover. Yeah. I reckon that the horse that deserved to win the race won the race. And the, the punter that deserved. <laughs> <laughs> kept you in the top gun, didn't it, Hot Zen? Oh, yeah. Jeez, uh-huh. I've. I let out a roar up here. I reckon the neighbours would have been checking on me after that. So um, after that got up, but uh, good race here, BJ. I, I think. Um, so, so yeah. So hot, hot Zed comes into this race and uh, tackles has a two pronged cerise and white uh, combination to deal with. Mm-hmm. A couple of other quality animals engaged in this race as well. There's a bit of a bit of intrigue into if if a couple of these go super. Where, how how they can progress into features coming up as well. Yeah. Um, and so the, the main ones, um, the main horse that we're You don't always get a full on. 16 for the winner bottom. So yes. you can always creep in. Which is what happened rating. with Elite, Elite Street. Yeah. He was the last horse yeah. in. What was yeah. he, an 80 odd rider? Yeah. He was the last yeah. horse in in the uh, winter bottom. So. Yeah. Um, oh, look, I think they'll ride Hot Zed forward this time. Um, he's shown he can be ridden both ways. He is a horse that loves weight as well. Doesn't love weight, but doesn't seem to affect him yeah. all that much. So big boy. Again, I, I, I've mentioned in the past, but uh, Hot Zed beat Graceful Girl um, with sixty. Graceful Girl had fifty-four. Um, similar sort of setup to this. So really intriguing. So Hot Zed, I reckon they'll go forward. Sit on the outside of Pooley, who looks a bit of a tired horse at the moment. I think Pooley winner should come from Hot Zed and Secret Plan. I'm Secret plan, the win was just so good. It was just so good. But this yeah. map is just so bad on the service. It is just so bad. So, look, I, I sometimes I don't want to think about it too deeply and how Pike's going to get it done. I just I just expect he will yeah. with secret plan. But I don't reckon you want to be having – if he tries to go forward and find a spot and if he's deep no cover and Hot Zed's in the breeze, I don't think he's beating Hot Zed. Okay. And if he goes back to last and Hot Zed gives a good kick and Pikey doesn't get the right toe into it, he might not be beating Hot Zed. So, um, yeah, really, really price dependent for me this race. I think it's I think it's a race in two. I'm pretty confident in that sense. Magical Dream was a really poor trial a month ago, so I've got questions on where uh, she's at as a horse. I wouldn't be surprised if she gets the drifts big time in betting. Um, but in saying that, pretty astute camp. But, uh, yeah, I'm $2.28 secret plan and I'm $4.72. <laughs> Hot Z, so they take up about sixty five percent of my market, BJ, and I um I yeah. doubt I'll be betting on the race. You've lost it. What did you say? Two dollars what? I took a long time tinkering with that as well. <laughs> two twenty eight versus four seventy two, <laughs> and they are currently what are they currently? They are two twenty five versus five. So I'm not going to have a bet at those prices. <laughs> Secret plan's a bit short for me, even though I've got him on top. Mm. I thought he was more like a just from the map, more like a two eighty sort of. I just I just yeah, just of what I saw last start. You just you just Pike just gets things done. Yes. Like real charisma last week. That wasn't so much of Pike ride was brilliant. Um, but MTA it just got taken on by all these horses you wouldn't have expected to take it on and that sort of changed the the, the tone of the race, yeah, you just, you just expect. And if it does play, this is a great race actually for that stage of the day. If it is playing on speed and it's a really nice day to be forward, um, yeah, I'd, the, the five bucks hot dead will probably get me. Um, but if it's if it's a day where they're making ground and coming from rearward, then I might look for something high too, secret plan, which I'll never see. Um, on with you, two horse race, secret plan versus hot Zed, fly on the ointment horse, platinum bullet for mine. Don't think so? Nah, two trials worries me. Two trials to me says why a horse that's renowned for its freshness and mm-hmm. running really well fresh. That's just me. I just think, oh, and I wasn't that sold in its trials. So I just don't think it's up to those two. I, it, I, I just really think those two have something on this field. I think both of those two could be just about winter bottom bound. Yeah. Well, that's, 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 this could be the launch pad. This, yeah. I mean, we saw uh, Triple Missile create that winter bottom buzz with his ratings race win 
first up, last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Either one of these two could be the sort of the the, the new elite straight moving into yep. winter bottom if, if they uh, prove dominant in this race on on uh, on the weekend. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, secret plan for me on top. Bit short, hoping hoping it eases, but I don't think it will. We don't get many uh, yeah. Cerise and White eases at the moment, do no. we? No. Some of the money for some of them yesterday was quite unreal. Real cruise map. Was absolutely out the door though. Two um, two seven nine, I think. Yeah, it was. It was trading. SP? It was laying at a dollar sixty eight about half hour before jump. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, it ended up laying at two eighty type thing. So, yeah. Yeah, it got right out. Pretty the sure door. Money, s- the money for MTA was fair enough too because it looked a pretty soft map and a it race it should have been able to um, dictate, but didn't quite pan out that way, did it? Well, that was an example. I think I think real charisma was still like two dollars or two ten top toe mm-hmm. bet for SP two dollars seventy plus. Oh. So which, bet. Bet smarter. Bet, 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 bet smarter. Not harder. Exactly. So um, if you're not on the exchange, oh, check it out. You've lost it. You've lost it. Race seven. Whew, speaking of losing it, I lost it doing the form for this one, BJ. Um, race seven, over 1,000 metres. Um, Five furlongs. <coughs> a, lot of, a lot of speed here. Uh, a lot of speed here. I bet Cripper, I ran into Cripper this morning. I bet him a carton that Eric Wilchino will lead or breeze. So I bet him a carton or a beer. I can't remember. Um, yeah, where did you have Wilchino on the map? Who's winning the beer? Oh, I didn't I didn't have Wilchino in the top two, but I thought Wilchino might be at a lob 1 1, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got Wilchino somewhere close to the 1 1. I just think there's going to be. We, like- haven't, we haven't been. Locking in many one ones lately. Oh, you're the so, locker in, right? So we've done. I try to do it, but you just put them there and they land there. You could grab, you could grab King's Authority from twelve here and just say, you know what, I'm going to put in the one one. You could, you could probably put a leader's back, BJ. You just place him. You just pick him up and and, and place him in, in spots. But this has a stack of speed. We've got Mood Swings drawn thirteen, which straight away says this is going to be wild. You have got Madame Torio drawn four. Um, I presume there's only going to be one intent to lead there. Vane Tempest with Vicky Corver on. They'll ride that aggressively and want to be uh, in the first four or five in running. Boomtastic's never all that far from them. And then Will Chino's obviously uh, known for her speed. But last campaign, um, in fact, her last four start, she's been unable to, unable to find the top. So I... I don't know whether looking at an ambitious winter bottom campaign with her, um, which might be a season too soon, whether they maybe want to teach her getting up to the 1,200 to um, take us, knowing how much speed's in the race, they won't just be thinking, let's get to the top. And that, that for me is the risk with Will Chano. A, it's a step up in grade, and B, it's how does she handle being on the back of a horse? A, uh, B, what was I already done A? Already done A. Up in grade, B, how does she handle being on the back of a horse? And C, how does she handle being inside horses? Because there should be a three-wide line um, and she should be in that pocket. So, um, yeah, very interesting, Beach. I think she's the best horse, but I'm going to watch her handle those conditions at this price before I look to invest in her, if that makes sense. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah, makes sense. So I didn't- I'm 380, Will Chino. So. Oh, what was I? So she's 310 at the moment, and fair enough, but I – yeah, it's just not the type of – you're asking you're, – you're taking about three bucks about a horse yeah. having, having to do I was, it differently. I was still $4, Will Chino. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah so, so we're about a similar price yeah. in that sense. I Like, I just wanted to know. I, I don't think it's put in, put in take out sort of situation. No. So, but the – yeah, like the – got to knock the, the others. Though, the, yeah. The, yeah, that's the thing. And also 1,000-meter horses, 1,000-meter races, we bang that's on about Gerald, it. Um, Sorry? That's the Gerald alarm. Oh, Geraldton. <laughs> Crayfish Coast. Oh, we can keep going. Um, um, the Bright Diamonds trial was a month ago. Yeah. So doing the sort by barriers on Chris, as we like to do, mm-hmm. what a tool. Yeah, I love it. What a tool. How One good. of my favourites. If you, if Except you, when you try and reload the page, it comes yeah, up. Yeah, it gets yeah. Especially if the – yeah, that's true. That is a bit frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Underneath Will Chino, 
Will Chino's going to jump from six uh, currently. Underneath Will Chino is Night Voyage, Shinju, ATM, Madame Toria, and Bright Diamond. So the only other, the only horse that's going to sort of impact Will Chino from a speed map point of view is Madame Toria, really. Madame Toria goes forward, Will Chino tracks it across, the others burn across from their wide draws. Just looks a sweet setup for Will Chino. So I can, I can see where Cripper's coming from. Um, Madame Toria leads, Will Chino sits outside leader. But when you've got horses like Mood Swings, who's just been attacking and running really well, and Vane Tempest with Vic- Victoria Culver in the saddle, they're, they're going to have to push forward, aren't they? So I don't necessarily think Chrissy Parnham will be too worried about holding them out. He'd probably rather let them come around him, especially if they're going helter-skelter. But um, Will Chino is very short for mine at the moment, currently 3.20. As I said, locked her in in my market as $4 flat. Terry was three eighty, I think you said, didn't you? So yeah. Uh, so just because I, I struggled to find a, the next few yeah. picks in line, I, I'm probably going to have something. Look I reckon Vane Tempest will get to ten bucks with Vihon, and yeah. I think it can probably sit. It might just have that little bit of those those yeah. form lines around timely outburst and whatnot. Might be a horse that can sit deep with the apprentice on, or she might even get cover on Mood Swings, who's three deep. No, I, I just think Vane so, Tempest is the one that gets to a backable price. But I, I, I want the best part. I'm five fifty, but I want the best part of ten bucks to have a bet. Vane Tempest is a winner, and. Just keep every every prep she comes back, she's learning more. Always been a bit of a handful, always done everything on raw ability. And uh, but and last prep, she just showed that she was becoming a lot more tractable, a lot more mature and professional on race day. If she's taken another leap forward, then she's going to be a problem for uh, for Will Chino and, and Bright Diamond. So I can see exactly where you're going there, especially uh, if we get uh, pushing pushing outwards towards double figures on the Betfair exchange with Vane Tempest. But I think Will Chino for win, will win from a tipping point of view. Price is a bit skinny for mine. Yeah, the race I'm pretty happy to watch and uh, not get overly um, involved in. But hopefully I'm hoping Will Chino Bright Diamond to overbet and I can have a play on a horse like Vane Tempest potentially. ATM, I've got 20 bucks with all the speed in the race. If it gets a suck run, gets out at the right time, ATM is going well enough. Last time ATM met... Will Chino is that race at one by three down the straight. So a bit ambitious, but if ATM goes around at 60 to one uh, and it's an off-speed day, worst bets. We can't leave this race without questioning what's going on here. Starfield Impact. Mm. New trainer, Simon A. Miller. What's happened to our man, Magic Mike? Clearly the horse will go backwards, I reckon. Um, No one can improve one from Magic Mike, surely. No, no. I don't know. What's happened to Magic Mike? Who has to send the feelers out there and ask? I have, to check, I have to check the ownership, whether that's changed mm-hmm. at all. But, um, but yeah, interest, very interesting to see what Simon A can, uh, can do with, with Starfield Impact, who was obviously one of the, one of the best two-year-olds of her, uh, of her generation, um, winning twice at uh, stakes level, I think, and, uh, and performing against the best of the best. So, yeah, lost her way a little bit, although she, she did win a race for Magic Mike three starts ago, but... Her form she was stiff at the last two as well. Form's been a little bit patchy, but Simon A gets uh, gets to uh, put the polish on her now, and we'll see what uh, what he can he can do with Starfield Impact because we know how good she is at her best. Interesting race. Will Chino wins. It's going to be interesting to see what Danny Morton does with her next, especially when uh, there was a tweet out during the week that someone's had a thousand each way on Will Chino for the yeah. winter bottom at fifty one. How do you get on? How do you get on the tab to win sixty grand? <laughs> she wins. <laughs> I think uh, so. I think that might be a little bit ambitious as far as Will Chino is concerned, but you never know. All right. Well, we just stopped and watched the first at uh, Geraldton for a brief moment. Well done to the the McCormicks. 
Pete and Scott and Marty Allen, who are owned, uh, well, Marty trained. Um, Pete and Scott owned the first winner, English Bay. Got out to $8.20. All friends of the podcast, um, too. Our friends of the podcast. Scotty's up there fielding for the day. I was actually talking to him about the races. We both, uh, Desengo started the dollar fifty-eight. I think we both had it upwards of three bucks. But, um, no, well done to the, uh, to the lads. They got a backable price up in Geraldton as well. Yeah. So Jet went to the top and um, didn't look like losing. So I hope you've had a little bit of a fill. Scott and Pete. Congratulations, yeah. guys. Well done, lads. Yes. Feature. Feature time. Feature. And what the, a... What the Belgravia, it's always a cracker. It is, yeah. Always a good race. Every year, year in, year out, talent galore. I think it it's, deserves more than listed status, the Belgravia. Yep. I reckon no, it's just I agree. the best three-odd race of the season. I agree, because a few drop off for the Faritha at the 1400. And, um, yep, no, I agree. This is always a cracking race. And um, we haven't lost much from the 1,000-metre, uh, the 1,000... Classic, what's it called? Three-year-old classic. classic. Uh, we've lost Spin the Knife, um, which is disappointing, and we've lost Snipperucci to a ratings race and Ruthless Tycoons out for the carnival. Uh, Ponyo's coming back to a 1,000-metre race in a week or two times. That she, oh, okay. she, ran, she ran third. In I the, thought she ran, went well enough to be given another go here. She was super. Yeah, it went good. Um, went a lot better than my expectations. The, the notable omission, though, Treasured Star. Yeah, we haven't got any more. Just going around Wednesday or? I imagine she's... I don't yeah. think I don't think she'll be going around Wednesday, because if she goes around next Wednesday, then, and then she'll have to Belgrade, then yeah. she'll have to butter up to the Burgess Queen, which is six days later, because the Burgess Queen's on Melbourne Cup Day. Oh. So I think I imagine unless they, unless they're going to miss the Burgess Queen, which I doubt mm. uh, highly, that Trisha's star will be going straight into the Burgess Queen. Very good. Yeah, interesting. And Arcadia Grace was already Williams' pick for this race. I didn't hear that on the uh, radio, but you told me so. Bernard, you're my you're my local Julio. I've been listening to a lot to Julio recently, just to just to get Julio, up, Julio just to get up to scratch on uh, on what's happening. And Bob was always leaning towards this being an Arcadia Grace race, and I feel as though this is their target, perhaps with this filly, try and get some black type with her. And I'm, I imagine they're they're pretty content with how Treasured Stars tracking at the moment. So they'll be backing themselves in to put a uh, champion fillies and perhaps something greater on the mantelpiece with that filly later this prep. But feels like this is the race for Arcadia Grace from a Peter's Investments point of view. Grace. Which is why they uh, scratch Treasured Star. Yeah, I have a, a real um, strong opinion, <laughs> real strong opinion on this race. That's a first for everything, isn't there, BJ? Wait till you get to the last and you hear how strong my opinion is there. Um, yeah, this, uh, there's a first for everything. There is a first for everything. This, uh, this looks, as you said, a a cracking race. Good to see Export Man back as well. Um, but I think, I think, I, I, my market has such a clear top two. How's, I'll just look, I'll just refresh this. How's the money? It's a radar. Yeah. Well, I was lucky enough to be talking to someone with a green tab. Um, and I've managed to get a bit like $7.50 early without, I didn't even move the price when that occurred either. Um, so I only wanted to save. On its array day. So when, um, when was that? Oh, two p.m. hours ago. Two p.m. Wednesday. Oh, sorry, it came. Oh, apologies. Yeah, features, it came out features yesterday. Go out yeah. yesterday. So yeah. there's been a bit of time to move, but um, but that's you know, that, I, I that was a bit after. That I've made a bit since six dollars yeah. fifty. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, quite uh, quite good money coming there for its array day. We spoke to Paddy Carvey. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and I think Paddy's going to have to be circumspect to some degree, but I think you could tell he was pretty uh, pretty bullish. There was no way he was riding Lee one. No. I don't care what they drew here. Um, you, could, you, you could tell in his voice that uh, this might be – Might be a horse. Might be a horse. Might be a big horse. 
Um, yeah, so I Look, I'm, looks a horse too, doesn't it? Just certainly got, got does. Some, uh, Tactical speed so crucial. Got sometimes some strength and too. size and quality visually, and uh, but yeah, he, he steps up to the plate, take on the the uh, I guess the best three odd sprinters in training at the moment, mostly in the uh, in the Belgravia on on Saturday, and he's been supported to win coming out of a, uh, a northern what was that class one or something like that? Yeah, sometimes with supported to win, sometimes it's also. Um, Horses getting to their right price. So I don't know how you've marked the race, but I, I battled for a third favourite. In the end, yeah. Search and Rocks was my clear third favourite. Pat, Pat's got Sass At $8.50. Okay. Yep. So Pat's got Sass was fifth for me. Uh, Flying Missile was fourth in line because of the nice draw. Yeah. Um, should get nice and soft, depending how the track plays. On the day, they could even push forward and try and lead them up. Um, but I just had Arcadia Grace, $2.93. It's a Ray Day, $4. It was a real standout. I want to be on uh, Arcadia Grace as my main result, and that's the way I'll be cheering for and playing hard. We, we've just seen this script too many times. Um, I think Arcadia Grace was a good thing beaten the other day. It was one of many good runs in that race, yes. um, which we've discussed. But uh, I just think up to the 1,200 metres with the soft draw. Pikey, if he does, he didn't necessarily do much wrong, but if, if he gets one held up or it doesn't go right for it, he seems extra determined at its next start not to make the same mistakes. From barrier two, it's going to be sticky because it effectively is barrier one because mm-hmm. flying missile will jump quicker than it. Say flying, I reckon up to 1,200 they might sit flying missile. Yeah. Pat's got Sass may even end up leading. Um, and then you are- um, I, thought, I thought the two Roy horses are just going to come burning Yeah, across. potentially. He's yeah. gold with Mitch back on. They might be really aggressive there as well. There's a lot of- I, I didn't go too deep. I just knew there was enough speed yeah. and this, none of the speed was troubling me. So I just think it's a race set up for a horse that will have some cover. But you're probably going to be three back the fence at best with Arcadia Grace, but the flying missile probably isn't the worst back to bound. I agree, also. especially with coming off a soft run. She's going to yep. she's going to be looking to push out anyway. Yeah, yep. but by this stage of the day, it might be – I probably would prefer Arcadia Grace drew It's a Day's gate. I'd prefer having eight because if It's a Day gets the run, it's off and going, and Arcadia Grace has to pick up and accelerate and, and beat at home. It's a Day might be off and gone. So that's always the worry. It, it is it no matter who you are, and I know it's William Pike, it's still – you could be – you could be on the back of a line where the leader's gone early and you're in trouble. So it's always a risk in that sense. But um, I think she's good and I'm, I'm pretty keen to go again, butter up after last start. Important to note last start, we thought money had come and it didn't. She was a drifter, big mm. money for spin the knife and flying missile. There won't be the same money for flying missile. Spin the knife isn't here. I just simply, unless big money comes searching rocks, Beach, I can't see any other runner um, that is well supported outside of Arcadia Grace and it's a radar. I agree. And so if you like anything outside of those two, I think you're just going to get big value late, I reckon. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, I've got seven of these over $100 mm-hmm. in my market. Um, Export man's close to that price. I got him uh, high, or oh, he's 50 odd to one. Um, look, the runner, I think, if you're looking for something wild and you'll probably get a bigger price bet fair late than the 35 currently is uh, Hoi An. I think mm-hmm. if he's, Hoi An was just so big in that 1,000-meter classic. I think if, if you put Hoi An where Liwa was, Hoi An wins the race. You put Liwa there, Liwa's the unlucky one. Like, know, was, saying, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yep. And then we're, everyone's talking about Hoi An and Hoi An's 10, 11 bucks here rather than 35. What so. do you think of Pat Scott Sass first up? I thought she was okay. good. Yeah. She was okay. She was in the nice – Joey put her in a nice spot. She battled away the line. Yeah, that's not gonna, that's of, not going to be enough to win this. I there's she there's was, too much um, class here, too much uh, – It's too much. I think the, t- the top two, their panels on them. It, fe- it feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Depends what type of punny you are. I was, I was 324.20, but I reckon I'm probably going to have to review that now. I think the, We're close. Yeah. I, I think traditionally if people have listened to our 99 episodes, I'm the more aggressive marker. Mm. So 324.20 and I'm 294 bucks, I think – that's probably means we've basically got them 
but I think that I've got in my hundred percent market anyway. I think I've got a lot of horses that are chewing percentage that should be yeah out the gate. Well, I'll, I mean, this will you probably bite I mean? me in the ass yelling this out, but I mean, I'm five hundred KMA, five hundred Queen's a gift, two hundred War Gem, yeah, a hundred He's Gold, Heavenly Waters for Talfem, all the hundreds, and I think they're all going well. Like I'm not saying I just they're the price I've got them. So uh, what 50, price? Fifty dollars export, man. What price you got Search and Rocks at? Eight fifty. Okay. Oh. Eight fifty. Respecting what we saw, respecting the gate, respecting Chris Parnham dropping, jumping off flying missile. There's a few things. Searching rocks is the one we don't. Searching rocks could be right up right at this level. Yeah, good enough. Yeah. So yeah. eight fifty was as long as I could have had searching rocks. But very keen, Arcadia Grace. If you're a saving type person, I'd save. It's a radar. It's not exciting, but make Arcadia Grace your result and get your money back. It's a radar. I think you're back in two really good horses. I agree. Um, in a pattern that'll suit both of them. Yeah. Yeah, boring, but you know, some people might think that Arcadia Grace was was a bit playing the other day. I was with you. I thought that if the runs come, she wins. Uh, there was a, yeah, I, I got a bit of that post race on course. Yeah. Um, Did you tell him to grow? Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch the head on, there's a moment where Jay McNaught on Ponyo rolls off the fence, and you can see Pikey's eyes light up like he's just going to take that rails run. And it's all over. And Jade makes the clever tactical decision to roll back to the fence, uh, gets up inside, spin the knife. Whereas mm -hmm. that sort of that basically that moment eliminated Arcadia Grace's winning chances. He had to come back around, look for runs, went to the line relatively untested. Uh, will he make the same mistake twice? Not that he made too much of a mistake, mm. but Pike. Uh, Twelve hundred meters is more. A thousand meters is more bang bang bang. Twelve hundred meters, you can sort of, uh, especially if more it, especially to gets towed into the race on the yep. back of a horse like flying. Missile. But again, doesn't want it to radar to be off and gone and um, trying to chase it down because it could look ugly. If that uh, could get ugly in that sense, so, yeah. great great race. It's, and it is. It's gonna. It, it may well come down to car reverse pike and an inside gate versus an outside run. So um, and, and, and maybe Paddy might knowing that Paddy might move into the race aggressively yep. early and try to. Try to uh, yep. put put uh, put Arcadia Grace to the sword and make make her get out and chase him. So mm -hmm. good race. There's going to be a lot to decipher amongst the beaten brigade mm -hmm. as we move forward into other feature races in the in the weeks to come. No, pretty. Uh, I'm, I'm with you too, Arcadia Grace. Yep. Let's no, go, let's go again. Let's I do like it. That's so we are a lot of alignment today, BJ. And I have seen the leg up before we get into the get out stakes. S. T-E-A-K-S. Who's it proudly brought to us by before we declare one in the last? Market City Meats. Ah. Hard, to, hard to beat. Hard to beat, Market City Meats. Uh, Stewie Divertini, very big fan. Did you hear him on the Mastermind last week? He did. Best, best meat in town, Market City Meats. Timmy Hewitt, Timmy's team, run the show at the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canning Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Been here since episode one. Has, what a legend, absolute champion, Timmy Hewitt. And um, shout out to both Mundaring Hotel and Market City Meets to, uh, for coming in to support our Top Gun tipping tournament with prizes as well. All, all three of our top three finishers in the Top Gun will be getting vouchers to both the Mundaring and to Market City Meets. But in regards to the get out stakes, we have to congratulate last week's winner, Peter Jeffrey. He's a real character, mm. Peter. Good, good fella. He's had, he's had a shot at the get out stakes every episode, and he eventually got the result. So last Saturday he was real charisma, zero point five eight. 
official 0.51. I was actually surprised there wasn't more real charismas, actually. There, really? There was a variety of uh, – Okay. There was actually quite a few berets, which, yeah. which – Yeah. And she was – If we did the Get Out Stakes for second, that'd be a good one. <laughs> <pick, wouldn't it? laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a game for uh, for uh, for next week, I think. Jeez, berets. Yeah, berets are nice little horse. Sorry. Yeah. And if they can get it winning, get the mentality there, it can uh, win a few races. Congratulations, Pete. Yeah, well done. Um, that – Gourmet Perseverance. Beef. Yes. Perseverance, Peter. Gourmet beef package to Market City Meats. Yeah. Go and, uh, go and uh, grab it. If, you, if you're listening, Pete, take a photo of, of your collect. Chuck it up on Twitter. We'll get around you. That's for sure. Uh, now to enter this week's Get Out Stakes, Race 9, Ascot, Belgravia Stakes Day. Hit us up at the 1-1 pod on Twitter. Let us know who you think will win and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And we can never, ever, ever forget the all-important Sam White rule guru. First dressed past the post. <laughs> First dressed past the post, exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. Race nine is the Platinum Horse Transport Handicap, 1,400 metres. Terry's been itching. He's been waiting. He's been holding back. He's ready to, to be keen on this old card. Yeah. Just, just quietly. This is. I can feel like you've got something. The to piece say. de la resistance. You got something to say. Oh no, I think I'm in a very similar boat to you here, and I'm interested if others are uh, of a similar wavelength. But uh, this race does look to have a fair bit of speed in it. BJ doesn't it? I think um, they'll again push on with Harry Thomas. I can't see why you wouldn't with. Um, with the apprentice being in the saddle, you got Star Line drawn wide. Just on Harry Thomas. Remember that time it beat last line yeah, at Pinjarra and, and Montalina. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen its form before and after that win? Big money came that day. So. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Carlene Heffel, you're yeah. a genius. Yeah, uh, the Heff they knew. Um, <laughs> yes, Charlton Eddie first go fourteen hundred. Uh, maybe content to have a sit uh, if, if that's how it Perhaps. works out. I think they'll be they'll like open minded in that sense. Then you got a, a, quite a few of them that will probably want a similar spot. I, I think Laurentino first up from eleven. I don't know if they'll be super aggressive there. Um, whether they go back, whether they what they do there, I don't know. Um, they can glide. Glide, glide yeah, yeah. The, I, you can just assess a pattern by race nine, and they can adjust accordingly. Black Shadow is just a prep run; it'll go back, I reckon, from nine. Um, but I think a lot of these horses, BJ, are deep into preps or uh, one year older. <clears throat> well, more just there. Like Bad Wolf's been up for what ten this campaign. Caragenia Aurora has been up for a lot. Had a little virus. Was good last week behind Sunnabackers, but now draws really wide. I feel like a lot of these have just had their preps while the horse that I still think has got a stack of points to come and and last fortnight's run um this is comfort me I'm talking about last fortnight's run um was really underrated got on the back of Captain King and that was a race where Secret Plan and Speed Dream came down the outside um and had all the momentum in the race comfort me had to stop with 61 kilos pick up and sprint again watch the final 50 and look at a horse like creator that came from last and the runner with, uh, with full momentum yeah just panels and panels and panels and panels on it um did comfort me almost did it like clip heels it wasn't happy yeah it wasn't happy in the run yep. that was just the way it was just in the wrong spot and it was nothing um nothing anyone could do it's sort the of clip heels and dipped at one stage as well but I mean, we look at last campaign with Comfort Me now. First up was Stiff in defeat, unfortunately. Second up, Sat Deep the Trip, beat She's a Charmer and Bright Diamond. Third up um, was backed off the map, made Hot Zed look slow. Yeah, it did, didn't it? That was 1,400. Yeah. I don't think Hot Zed gets the 14 strongly. Yeah. But that was just something. Had enough. I was keen run. on Hot Zed that day and I was like, oh, hang yep. on, I've got Comfort Me wrong here. Yeah. Yep. And, and anyway, Mitchie goes on. He's obviously riding both of Reese's on the day with um, Call Again earlier in the day. Uh, 
with the speed in the race, and as you said, Laurentino potentially gliding as well, star line drawing wide, there's probably going to be a three-wide line there. I'm backing him in to find a spot. And you know what? If he doesn't, we've seen that he can still win come for me. I just think, just think, yeah, I don't know. Pims Royale has been up forever and a day. Um, Charlton Eddie's a big query at 1,400. Star Align's going to at best be in the breeze. I think they'll grab Star Align from there. Bad Wolf's been up forever. It's my second pick, equal second pick with Karajani Aurora, who's obviously racing really well. Playing Marika will improve, but I think this is above her level. Creator was... Um, Goes well and maps really nicely, but I think Comfort Me is a far better horse than Creator. So, um, yeah, I'm unashamedly, I'm $2.60 Comfort Me, PJ. So, um, yeah, I think there's $6 still available let's across the agencies. So, let's go. Yeah, I, I just, I'm really, I'm really confident that Comfort Me will win this race. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really quite confident. The other thing I, I want to point out. I, was, I thought I was keen 380. <laughs> what did you 380? Go? That's good. I like <laughs> What'd that. What did you go? 260. Oof. Yeah, unashamed 260 yeah. as well. Couldn't get any longer. Um, the other one, if you're going to have a wild bet here, is it looks to me as though Brad Rewill has opted to ride Friaresque fresh. Mm -hmm. And this is a horse that runs big races fresh. Yeah. So perhaps he's been doing a little bit of work for Liz Strempel, who trains on Lindsay Smith's yard, who Brad would do a bit of work for, I presume. Friaresque is 35 bucks, Bad Wolf 7. Um, I don't think it can beat Comfort Me, but um, yeah, it's going to go around at sort of 10 bucks a hole type thing, Friaresque. So if you're looking for something wild, Ran, in the last. I think he ran fourth in the Northern Cup this time last year. Yeah, Fryer, and it's a really great, it's a really nice fresh horse. The, the older it's got, a uh, bit of a nonny, so I'm not too bothered. But I'm 13 bucks Fryer esque, so um, could do worse. But uh, yeah, two dollars sixty. Maybe I'm a bit short. Maybe a little bit short. But uh, yeah, I'm um, I'm pretty excited about Comfort Me in the last. I think he's a really nice animal. Predicting market adjustments here, like I know you. It won't come. It won't get, get to my. To it won't get to my price. Yeah. It won't get to my price, but you've got Star Alliance, second favourite, um, Charlton Eddie just behind me. I, I can't – yeah, Laurentino's $13. That has to drift from Barrier 11 with The Apprentice on. Um, yeah, I just – I just yeah, – I think it'll start – if it doesn't start favourite, it's a very close second favourite to carry Jenny Aurora. But for me, it's the one and uh, money will come and – the $6, this is the most excited I've been probably about a bet. And I'm hoping you can make some ground, obviously, because I think that'll be midfield cover. Most excited you've been since the first at Geraldton. <laughs> yeah, since the first. You got me, yeah. <laughs> you man, nearly got the chalky there too, didn't we? Uh, cover me for me too. I'm pretty keen as well. Uh, How keen? Uh, uh, $3 already keen, is that? Terry Kane? Oh. Commander Kane? Did you ever used to play Commander Kane? Little video game? No, I never played Commander okay. Kane. Good game. Double Dragon, remember Double yeah, Dragon? I do remember Double Dragon, Dragon. yeah. Dragon. I had a lot of fun playing that. Yeah. Pizza yeah. Shop, Double Dragon, mm. Belvedere Street Pizza. Okay. Um, <laughs> comfort Me on top. I'm with you. I think I think this is a really good, nice race for Bad Wolf as well. Uh, comes out of a hot race, kissing on four cheeks, Luke's gold, Captain Chaos. Uh, thought he could have finished closer as well. Going to get a nice run from the draw. Bad Wolf was my second favourite, just ahead of Karajini Aurora, actually. Yeah. Comfort Me on top. Yeah. Uh, Let's, uh, yeah, let's finish the day with a bang. Yep. Richie let's P. 1.22 lengths. Salutes, please. That's my get out stakes. Yeah, a little salute. I'll yeah. pay it. Okay. I will pay it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Public service announcement, Richie Pope. I will pay it, yeah. Uh, what did um, you, what was your margin? 1.22. Oh, all right. That's with a salute. Okay. Uh, okay, 1.45 then, yeah. you know? Yeah, I like it. All right. That brings our preview to an end. Let's take a break, Terry, and we'll come back with our best mad lay top gun, the works. Wonderful. We return with our Betfair Best betting propositions of the day. Guru, Betfair Best. Uh, well, I'm going to recap. I've got five 
that I'm real keen on. So I'm just going to – just a quick run through race. Is this in, in, in race order. confidence order? Uh, I'll do it in confidence order, actually. Good. I'll do it in race order. Do a race order. Race three, number two. Pure. I've had. I've actually managed to. Uh, one of me. One of me. Uh, Barry Bowlers uh, had the multi on. Got a few folds and whatnot going on. Four, five of these win. I'll tell you what. There'll be a tweet out suggesting a bar to attend Oregon on uh, Saturday night. Race three. Uh, pure devotion. Um, I'm two twenty five. Race four. There's a thought. I'm three twenty. It's uh, race five. Snipperucci. I'm two fifty five. Race eight, Arcadia Grace, I'm two ninety, um, and then race nine, Comfort Me, I'm two dollars sixty. Two, I'm most excited about a pure devotion at three bucks ten type thing. I think that's a great price, and my best betting proposition of the day has to be the one with the biggest value, and that's Comfort Me in the last. So mm. race nine, my best of the day is Comfort Me. We got there eventually. Yeah, busy day for the guru coming up. There is a bit happening. We we actually like most of the same horses. Mm. Uh, I like that. Prior to chatting to Paddy Carberry and watching the market movements, and on Sportsbet, if you look at my stuff, I'll have Arcadia Grace as my best of the day. Starting to get a little bit wobbly on that, Mm. um, just with this It's a Ray Day sort of spruik. But at the moment, I'm going to go from a Betfair best betting proposition of the day. I'm going to go pure devotion in race three. A uh, bit of cerise and white vortex action going on. Uh, I like it. But uh, either way, Arcadia Grace, Pure Devotion. They're the, they're my, the two uh, pick of my two. Uh, who are we laying? I am going to lay. I didn't have any real shorties I want to lay. Mm. I think all the favourites can win. I like to lay one I just don't think can win. I think Antique Jewel is going to be a dispersal horse very soon. So race four, Antique Jewel um, at around that 450 mark is a lay. How it is shorter than there's a thought despite the weight swing, I do not know. Okay. Um, I'm. I'll, I'll go. I was. I was going to go antique jewel as well. Might go something a bit different. I think if after after apple snaps last after week, after apple yeah. snaps, yeah, we don't need another one of those. Mate, I, I don't even know why I bother doing this segment. But anyway, uh, race five, angelic miss. If she can win first up, fifty nine kgs, getting back weaving between runners for Chrissy Parnham, that is far too good. Simon A, Chrissy P, and I'm going to lay angelic miss. Currently uh, four dollars eighty. Uh, madness. Madness, okay. So oh, for those playing along at home, we're looking for something at time of recording that is $21 plus or 20 to 1 in the old. Uh, I am pretty keen on the, the five-leg multi at about a million to one, as I said, <laughs> but uh, I really do think London Miss is the biggest value runner comparative to my market for the day. So race number five, well, I do think Snipperucci will put them away. London Miss is my third elect at 9.50. So the 23, 24 bucks available is, um, yeah, it's plenty to have something on. Great place price, but that's not the way I'm going to Same race for me, uh, especially if they're they're getting back and running on down the middle of the track. I think Gunmetal Grey is a horse that's going to win her share of races. Didn't mind the way that she attacked the line. First up. CJP going on board. We'll be getting back, running on Gunmetal Grey, currently 26th best available. Probably be even better yeah, on the Betfair Exchange come start time. That's in the same race. That is race five. They're making some ground down the centre of the track. It's definitely one that can play a part in the finish, BJ. Top Gun tipping tournament. Uh, we, we lock ours in on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if, we, if one of ours is scratched, we will put a public tweet out for transparency to show yep. everyone what, uh, what our updated selections are. Um, you got me real worried up with the market with with uh, with mine, but I'm just going to go. Mm. I'm just going to I'm just going to put the trigger, Kuru. What's that? Hundred wins, race four, number five. There's a thought. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I was t- I had to go that way or comfort me. That yeah. were the two I was looking yeah, at. Me too. I 
there's the thoughts a bigger price. Come for me, probably it's six bucks at the moment. It'll put me just short of Chrissy, but it'll put me in real good strike. Who knows? There could be money elsewhere. I'm not expecting. I do think come for me will be about four bucks. Come bet fair SP, but what do you it's think? Be what do you think? There's a thought will be bet fair SP about the same four dollars. Yeah, I reckon they'll come. Um, yeah, I reckon they'll come. But in saying that, got a few market moves. A bit sloppy recently, so you never know. Um, all I know is if you're happy with the price, get on. Um, 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 we, we, 100 wins, we, race we, nine, comfort me for me. Okay. Put myself within striking distance of uh, of Chrissy Olsen come the last. And if if not, five people might jump me. We might be gone. All right. Might be casualties. Might be. Might be uh, so long. Farewell to the guru and thoroughheads. Um, top Gun tipping tournament, 20 go in, only 10 will come out this weekend. And that's it. Well, grab your steaks day in the can. Thank you.